welcome to Racing Incident, a Formula One podcast in an American accent. I'm Anna. And I'm Ellen. And this is episode five, which is one oh of my favorite numbers. Oh my God. We, we officially <laughs> did a cross on our Roman numerals. <laughs> yes, yes. It's actually like my, I consider it my lucky number, even oh. though it hasn't done like that much for me. But I consider it my lucky number for a really stupid reason. And I'm not going to tell the story right now because <laughs> okay. we just don't have time. Okay. There's, there's too much stuff to talk too about. Too much stuff to talk too about. Too much stuff to discuss. An- another time. Another, another time. time, perhaps. Yeah. Perfect. When there's like nothing going on, which will be probably never. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll work it in. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've just spent, I'm um, slightly distressed starting off this episode because I've just spent like, two hours or something maybe it wasn't two hours but a very 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 long time um in a twitter space with people watching the met gala red carpet hoping to see lewis and we did not see lewis (laughs) sorry he didn't do the red carpet um (laughs) i was well maybe they just didn't have photos of him yet like it wasn't no no they have they have like they do like a live feed like Vogue does a live feed E News does a live feed like where they're actually showing you video from you know people arriving yeah. and and they're doing interviews with people same as similar to like at the Oscars yeah. when people are arriving or, or other yeah. shows you know but that doesn't mean so that they yeah, necessarily caught him on the feed no I think that well I get I guess but I I don't know I maybe I mean, but yeah, he's we didn't still, get to see him, I mean, so it was a we bummer. I love Lewis, but he's he isn't. <laughs> I wouldn't call him. Yeah, I, I know, I know. No, but he was on Good Morning America. For this is the first time, you know. though. It's not like most people wouldn't know who he is. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll admit, even I didn't know who he was before I got into F one, and I've heard people say that. A lot of people know who he is, even if they're not into F1. And I'm like, okay, but that wasn't me. <laughs> I, I did know about him prior to getting to F1, I will say. But that's just because I watch a lot really? of sports. Really? Where, where did you know about him? Um, I think um, I had just heard about... I watch a lot of sports, so I just had kind right. of been vaguely aware. And I actually remember one time being at a bar and the Mexico GP was on like while I was at this mm. bar. And he won. And I think he, like, okay. this, this had to have been, like, 2018. Because I think he, like, uh-huh. actually won. I just remembered, like, he didn't actually win the race, but he, like, had won the championship that day. Oh, so wow, it, really? Yeah. So early in the, well, I don't know when they had that, that year, too. Yeah, it was something so, like that's that. That's right. He used, he used to win it, like, halfway through the season. Yeah, it was, like, something along that's the lines of that. Used to go. Um, and I had heard about him because he was very dominant. But, like I said, I... I I right. watch a lot of sports still, but I've always been vaguely aware of, you know, <laughs> random IndyCar drivers or random NASCAR drivers. Uh-huh. I definitely don't watch NASCAR, but, you know. Yeah, same. Although this past week I actually watched um, that uh, documentary on Netflix, Race, mm. about Bob- Bubba Wallace. Um, it's a well, it's a like docu series, I guess, because yeah. there are like I think six episodes I want to say or something like that. It was really good. Um, yeah, it w- it was pretty good, and I actually watching it, I was like, oh, I'm learning a little a lot about NASCAR, and I don't know if I like it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but it was okay. It wasn't like too much. I mean, it was mainly about him, and yeah. like you know, of course, um, all the stuff that uh, he like you know where he like pulled a Lewis in 2020 and was outspoken about yeah. racial issues and 
they he got the I mean he got them to remove the Confederate flag from like yeah. NASCAR went out Which and said that you can't you can't fly the fl- yeah I mean people will still Huge do it like deal. across the street or whatever from the <laughs> from the uh, uh, yeah. racetrack but they can't do it at the racetrack or at the campgrounds or wherever so I so yeah, went that was to a, big deal. a like, NASCAR race this is the only NASCAR race ever. this is like a car race I've ever been to. No. Really? really? When? Yeah, I went to a NASCAR race in 2016. Um, and I Okay. I got I was in a club in college and an alum basically he works for or at the time he worked for the Chicago Land Speedway. And so he got us tickets, which is really nice of him for this club that yeah. I was in. And so we all went and How was it? Do you remember it? Do yes. you remember it pretty well? Yes, because we were all shocked um we were not a nascar bunch like nobody in this group was like yeah Mm -hmm. like watch nascar like we all kind of thought it was not the best thing um yeah so we all show up to this nascar event and it's immediate like immediate wall of confederate flags and we all looked at each other and we're like absolutely not so (laughs) we did go to the race we had fun because you know obviously like the guy yeah i would be really uncomfortable yeah, and so it was actually fun. Like, there was a little concert. Oh, that's good. Of course, it was country nice. music. What was Brett it country Eldridge. music? Okay. Yeah, of course. It was Brett Eldridge. Okay, I don't know who that is. He's really good. He's from Illinois, okay. apparently. But um, oh, okay. he's very good. I uh-huh. like... Well, I mean, they, Illinois, outside of the Chicago areas, might as well be the South, so... It might, yeah, truly. Like, um, a, lot so, of, a lot of areas, yeah. Yeah, so it was it was fun. Like, it was more fun because we were all together and, like, we had a few beers. Mm. And seeing, like, yeah, the beginning yeah. of the race yeah. is really cool. I like how they all start. Aren't they... Like, how long are NASCAR races are, like, super long, right? I don't remember how long like, they, it was. They go on a while? Okay. <laughs> but it was a long day. Like, we left at, like... We left Champagne at, like, 8 in the morning. And it was, like, an hour and a half drive to Juliet from Champagne, And we didn't get back until, like, oh. 5 or 6 in the afternoon. Okay, yeah. That's a, that's quite a while. Yeah. And also, too, gotcha. we got to walk the track, which was great. That was cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was really that's cool. cool. Um, so, like the with the, did you go up on the like kind of on the banking or whatever? Yes, you know? I I remember before that I had no idea that they were banked. I didn't like understand that they yeah, had yeah. like um right t- not texture. That's not the right word, but like slopes. Yeah, elevation. Gosh, <laughs> yeah. that's the word I'm looking is for. It camber is it called camber? Yeah. I think it's camber. Isn't yeah, it? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. There's all these terms. I don't know them, uh, but uh, the, yeah, you know, I'm an expert now that I saw that Bubba Wallace thing. You know, obviously, I'm a NASCAR expert now. Bubba Wallace <laughs> and the, the Fry Box. But, yeah. Well, anyway, um, we should get into things. Um, so, obviously, no race this week for us to talk about. Obviously, Miami's coming up. You know, whatever. <laughs> the big, yeah. I guess, the big news. Uh, there's no news about it this week per se. But there were a lot of people that were very annoyed at the fake marina that they've got going on there. I mean, that water doesn't look real in the photo. Like, I don't know what that is. It's weird. It's really (laughs) weird. Will Buxton, though, saw saw fit to defend it vociferously anyway for reasons that I'm not clear on. Well, I am clear on the reasons. I mean, he works for F1. so Yeah. I was going to say, if you could see my face right now, like, I have rolled my eyes 
10 times over. <laughs> so far back <laughs> that they're in a different time zone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I know that's his, I know he works for F1. I know it's his job to cheerlead all their crap, but it's still annoying anyway. Like, I can't. He's very annoying. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't get upset about a lot. Of, well, that's not true. But I, a lot of things on Twitter don't bother me that much. I, I, They really don't. This tweet really bothered me yeah. um, for multiple reasons. And mm-hmm. first, I would like to say that I'm not a Will Buxton hater. I know some people don't like him. <laughs> I think he's fine. I don't. I don't really have like an opinion either way. Or prior to this, really had an op- opinion either way. <laughs> um, oh, now you now do, I though. do because I just thought this tweet was such <laughs> garbage, and I was like, "You need to do better." Like yeah. you are like a 35 year old man. Why are you tweeting stuff like this? Yeah. Um, so the tweet. I mean, whatever. It's like, I feel like he said worse things than this, though. Yeah, so, you know. No, that's true. It just. I, I wouldn't pay too close attention. I, well, you know what really bothered me about it was like that he said it was like faux outrage. And first of all, just using the word outrage is right. very, um, not even want to say polarizing, but it just gives this connotation of like, you're not actually mad. Like you're just being you're just making shit up. Well, the faux part was what was doing that, you know, because you can be legitimately outraged at something. You know, I just feel like the word outrage, which the word outrage implies in this kind of post Trump world. It kind of implies. I like, think a lot of people use it that way. Yeah. You know, it implies like I, it, I know what you mean. You I know, know what you mean. A lot of people do use it that way. Yeah. So I just was like, yeah, I get that you're a mouthpiece for F1, but. You don't need to <laughs> dismiss fans yeah. like that. Like, uh, I mean, it's it's like uh, I I found his outrage over the quote unquote faux outrage to also be faux. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. It was like, you, do you really care that people are annoyed at this stupid fake marina? Like, who cares? Like, you're is this really defaming the GP so badly in your eyes that you think you have to say something about it? I mean, it's right. just. Yeah, and he, he brought up like the fake Eiffel Tower thing in Vegas. And I'm like, yeah, but that's kind of the point of Vegas. right? <laughs> like you don't go to exactly. Vegas I mean, expecting like... it to be like the real thing. Like, you know, it's fake. And they, yeah, that yeah. is their whole. I don't think anyone's going to be like, <laughs> it's camp. Exactly. Like, that's the whole point of Vegas. Yeah. That is the whole point of Vegas. I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone's going there thinking that they're going to see the real Eiffel Tower. So unless yeah. they're, you know, maybe Lando Norris because he doesn't really know where things are. I guess it's possible. He might think, <laughs> <laughs> he might think so. <laughs> Sorry, Lando, but you, you, you know it's true. But even he wouldn't think that it's real, no. I don't think, over there. So, um, yeah. So Will Buxton, just be quiet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I really, uh, that But yeah, there was, uh, there was some... <laughs> really rub me the wrong way yeah everything he says rubs me the wrong way so i'm kind of like more like eh uh but there was almost what well, you could say i think genuine drama though about something else this week which was that there was um there was this young lady that started working at mclaren and i don't know what it is that her job actually entails there um so but um, um before we go forward what is her, do you know what she was actually hired to do that that original tweet was deleted yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, but I think there's a way I can still probably. I just I don't know how true it is. That's I I don't know how true it is. 
That's oh, more so what I you meant. think that it might? You think that it might not be true? I I have no that idea. It, what the the person like photoshopped it, or like, or that that person doesn't anything? actually work at McLaren? I don't know. I think that she does because there was like something about. Um, well, I'll have to look into it uh, further. But McLaren saw fit to respond to it, though, um, and I don't know if they would have done that if. It was someone That's who true. didn't actually work for them, though. So I, I really, so I don't think, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure they could have, <laughs> they could have easily, or they would have responded and been like, this person doesn't work for us, you know? That's, that's, so that's because fair. McLaren, so, so what happened, yeah, so what happened was that, um, allegedly, this young woman started working at McLaren, and then some people dug up a bunch of old tweets that she, this was, I guess, before she worked at McLaren, but nevertheless, um, uh, they were like really um, mean, cruel things she would say about Lewis. Mostly, I think it was all about Lewis. Um, surprise! Which is surprise. Funny, considering that <laughs> the last time McLaren won a drivers' world championship, that was won by Lewis. So she's working for McLaren now, and she's like bashing the guy who was the last driver to win a world championship for them. I but wonder okay. why. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, what I about can't Lewis? Uh, but. Sticks out. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, but whatever the reason, uh, you know, which we probably all know what it is. Yeah, we um, all know. She, what it yeah, is. I mean, they were just like these. They were just these like cruel and stupid remarks, like you know, types of things you do see a lot from random people. But this is somebody who's working at McLaren, and so yeah, McLaren did respond to the tweet that was deleted, which I don't know if they're because the the. Um, um, the person who originally tweeted all the screenshots of her tweets um, actually, I think it's a she. I'm going to say she um, was um, then then her account was actually suspended because there were a bunch of like other Lewis haters who reported her for <laughs> tweeting about this and her account was suspended. So she had to get a new account. I don't think she's gotten the old one mm. back. Um, but McLaren did reply. They said, we consider these comments to be completely at odds with our values and culture at McLaren. We take the matter extremely seriously and are investigating it as a priority. So Good. this was on April 29th that they tweeted that. And so I, I doubt we'll ever hear about this again, probably. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but they're investigating it. So, yeah. I mean, to me, it's not, it's not about, this isn't about, you know, her saying stupid shit about Lewis, which people do all the time. Um, or, or the fact that, I mean that she works at McLaren, but you, well, maybe not anymore. We don't really know, do we? <laughs> I would sort of hope that that would be the end of her employment, but I don't I know. No but like, this is the type of thing that it's, it's just very strange that they wouldn't have found that usually it, it's very typical now for employers to like, look at a person's social media, um, you know, before they interview them or before they hire them or, you know, to see if there's anything you know, something like this should have been like a red flag. Yeah, I mean this, and would have been something that they would have this raised. This could have with her been like while she was like, employed, though. Yeah, I'm actually not clear yeah. on whether it was before she was employed or while or during. But it doesn't. It's not great. Either no, way. it's not. Because even if it was, even if it was before she was employed, when you're going to be hired, because I, because th- I have a, I have a feeling that her job involved some kind of comms mm. or social media or something like that. So when you're hiring someone for that type of job. I could be wrong. I, I will. I will look and I'll put it in our show notes if I um, find the proper information on this. But um, I believe it was something like that because it was like originally on TikTok that people saw. Um, I think her posting like 
and it was um you know people were saying like you guys have hired a fan instead of someone <laughs> who wants to do the job you know basically which i'm sure is something that can yeah. happen with these types of jobs but like but yeah you just like it just was i was disappointed in mclaren mainly because like you have to vet people better than this especially if they have some kind of position where they're going to be any kind of spokesperson or anything like that it's just like i mean <laughs> yeah wouldn't have been that i mean hard. they could have been buried we don't know <laughs> That's true. There's a lot we don't know, but it's 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 not a it's just not a great look for no, them. No, it's not. Hopefully but they. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just like you know. I just know how a lot of people are. You know, there's there are a good number of jobs in Formula One, but there's not like for each you know job that gets posted there. I think I'm sure like thousands of people apply, and it's just kind of um, a slap in the face to anyone that yeah m- might have you know been in this position who wouldn't have uh behaved this way so uh so there was that uh, <laughs> and uh as it, as, it is, as it is the week for drama apparently and i know you said you don't pay that much attention to indie i cars, did actually really i did funny. hear about this you did i watched yeah, i watched the race kind of everywhere. um a little bit okay. this weekend it was just it was on tv mm-hmm. there was something else on so i did watch a little bit of it Pato award won and so we are referring to the IndyCar race this past uh, Sunday at Barber, whatever it's called. It's, it's in, in Alabama. Alabama. Um, so they had a, um, yeah, they had a race, uh, and it was a, as what they would consider, a, well, it's not a road course, but it's not an oval. It was a non-oval. It's a roval. And uh, I actually, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I watched some of it, and um, I, I, at one point, the announcers were, like, talking about their, the commentators, you know, were like, this is a really... Um, physically challenging course because they have a lot of fast corners and so there's a lot more g's than i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) this is like aren't they i mean do they put like what is it's got to be like a lot of g's on the ovals right oh yeah like that's that's got to be even like more probably i think it's more than f1 or no yeah i don't know i thought i think the g's kind of come into play when you make sharp turns but yeah you are going because they corner at such a fast speed fast on an oval that i don't yeah. know i do not know the physics behind that I, yeah i don't i don't know i'll have to look it up because i am curious actually if because i think i would have thought it's like the most g's in f1 but i don't know um but yeah so when they were when the announcers were talking about that i felt like some kind of like f1 superiority where i was like oh is this a lot of g's for you guys but um but i guess i guess it is for them but um so what happened was that the, the drama is that our friend Roman Grosjean, you know, <laughs> XF1 driver, <laughs> yeah, who is, uh, you know, living it up in IndyCar, living his best life, moved his family to America because he had so much fun racing there in his first year, where he didn't do the ovals, incidentally, because this is going to become, this is going to come into play in, um, in the discussion around this. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he came in first year, he did pretty well. Like he got some podiums. He he was with a pretty he was with a smaller team in his first year, and now he's an Andretti Autosport driver. You know he got that big promotion. You would say mm-hmm. in just his second year in the series. Um, so I think there's you know maybe some bad feelings about that potentially also. But what happened in the race was that yeah he was just super aggressive. Like he bumped. Um, this driver, uh, what is his name? Rahal, is that how you say it, I wonder? 
I hope I'm saying it right. But um, who's his, um, Grammar his teammate as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Grammar Hall is not. Grammar Hall is not. But he did also, like, he didn't bump Colton Herta, who is his teammate, but he was, like, pretty aggressive <laughs> with him. He, like, ran him off. The, like, I, I saw a video of it. I actually missed that part. I wasn't watching at that time, but I saw um, a replay of, like, he, like he ran, he, he did, like, a Max Verstappen, like, <laughs> on his own teammate. So he pulled a Max Verstappen. I was like, what's I mean, basically, yeah, where, like, Colton had to go, like, way off the... I don't know how it all works in IndyCar, um, where I guess that's, like, okay. I don't know, because he didn't get any kind of penalty. Uh, I mean, maybe like he that. didn't get a penalty because he was avoiding action, avoiding collision, but I, I also don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, mean, so. no, I mean, like, I mean, like, like, yeah, I don't know how I don't know how it works. We'll have to ask our friend Cassie, who I'm going to reference, uh, our Twitter friend Cassie, who's, like, an IndyCar expert. Um, but, yeah... Um, so he was just, so, so with Colton, Colton too was like, I mean, Colton and him are teammates. There's, um, technically like four Andretti cars, uh, but Colton's one of them. And he, when he talked about it after the race, he also was like, yeah, it was a little bit like aggressive, but he was, you know, the guy's his teammate. So he's not really going to say anything, you know, that bad about him, I guess. But this other guy, <laughs> Um, Graham Rahal uh, was like, yeah, it was good racing with a lot of the other drivers. Just one particular guy, not so clean. And he was like, we're going to have to have a sit down conversation about what the hell is going on here. He was like, the drivers need to get together, all of us, because I'm not the only one with a problem. Like he, he insinuated that other drivers have a problem with Grosjean. Um, and he's like, you know, he, he's like, um, he's like, this guy has overstayed his welcome. <laughs> I did see that. I thought that was a little dramatic. <laughs> it was. It, I was when I saw that. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Overstayed is welcome. Shots fired. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't mince words. This guy. Yeah. He was like, yeah, and of course, Grosjean was like, "Yeah, we touched a couple times. It was just good racing. You know, that's it." Barber's track that it's hard to pass on. I'm like, that's not really a reason to be doing that, though. Because if you see the video of it, like the first time you could kind of say maybe he was just like he got a little too close and he but then he bumped him a second time and that seemed like deliberate. the second time definitely it, seemed it looked pretty deliberate. deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. time was probably just yeah. a I don't know. Just an incident. Just an incident. Um, <laughs> just an incident on the race. But, but the yeah. second time. The second time seemed deliberate. And that's what this guy was saying. He was like, he's a punk. Like he called him a punk. <laughs> It was. It, I mean, I I found this all highly amusing because I have been sold the idea that IndyCar is like this very jovial, friendly atmosphere. Well, it is though, where all the drivers are friends. Yeah, it is mostly right. But like, is has Grosjean ruined it for everyone? No, I don't think so. I think that the reason why they're reacting so strongly to to this little dust up is because of the atmosphere is more of respect and friendliness versus f1 that's really not mm -hmm. the case um and and yeah but i'm just i'm surprised though to see that though because grosjean himself has talked about like i remember seeing him in some interview or something or reading something when he first came to indycar last season him talking about how he it seemed like he really liked that atmosphere as opposed to how it is in f1 yeah but i, I don't think you know, where that like, he's just not used to the racing style i don't think like even though he i mean he was really on it for like a half season last year he didn't do all the races 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and he like, didn't do that the kind of and, yeah. style. That wheel, like hard wheel to wheel style, is very F one, and doing that kind of deliberate turn in, I think, is also very F one. And right. I think that right, he just was kind of going back to his like his instincts. I guess, and that's what this guy too was like insinuating. He was like, he was like, well, we. He said, he said, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and he's like, well, we know his reputation from Europe, and I guess now it's followed him here. And I was like, oh my god, like this guy is going full. That in. being said, like, that's not a great look for IndyCar either, though. Like, saying that, like, oh, yeah. his like really aggressive hard style of racing, like, is too much for us, you know. So what um, what Cassie wrote in her thread on Twitter about this, and I, I feel like I really trust her judgment just because she's been watching IndyCar so long, since 1994. Uh, so she's like an expert, <laughs> basically. Um, and so she wrote, she, she actually, you could say she took some time to think about it. She didn't <laughs> say things right after the race, but she said she wanted to sleep on it. And um, she thinks that it's basically, you know, she said, she said that it is a pattern of him racing more aggressively than is typically seen in IndyCar, you know, and he's been that way with many drivers. Um, and I mean, I do think it's strange that it's with his teammates too. Like, I, I don't understand that exactly. Because, I mean, he was aggressive with K-Mag. Um, I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> like that's, that's, that is the part where I, and I'm, of course I thought about all the things like he's had a lot of crashes, a lot of, yeah. those, I mean, they, he gave, he got that like race ban that one time. Yeah. I, I which, just, you know, would like would to say, defend myself. I'm not a Grosjean like Stan. Um, so uh, so she she wrote that you know that his, maybe this aggression is left over from like F1 culture, or if he doesn't quite understand the importance of IndyCar's culture of respect, which maybe I don't know. I feel like they spend a lot of time together though. Like again, I've heard him talk specifically about how he. It seems like he thinks very positively of the fact that in IndyCar it's so different to F1 where like everyone's very friendly. And so Cassie said that the reason why that is the way it is is that culture of respect is unique to IndyCar. She said because of super speedway racing, because of the ovals, um, you know, especially ones that are the bigger high speed ones, because I guess some are shorter. And yeah, you can't pull Again, we're that not in shit at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, like, you can't do that at the Indy 500. You, you will um, die. Or you'll kill yes. someone else. Or, yeah. Yeah. You have to trust the people you're racing with, yes. basically. And, I mean, to some extent, it's like that in yeah. F1, too. It's just not as... Because there's no ovals in F1, not so it's as not pronounced. as... Not you, you couldn't have ovals in F1. That would just be... Oh, no, 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 no. Um. No. Um, <laughs> I... No. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't mm -mm. work. If you wait... It, the Indy 500 is already, um, like, insanely dangerous. And so, yeah, that's what Cassie said. She said, basically, you know, going into turn one at Indy, like, three wide, you know, you're not going to, you can't be pulling shit because you know that you could die or you could kill the other person or, or both. whatever. So there's, um, yeah, or both. And that's that's a big reason why so many of the drivers are friends or friendly. Like, you can't have grudges when you're going wheel to wheel at, you know, 230 miles an hour. You know, you can't be working that mm -hmm. stuff out, like, on the track at Indy, you know, because then you won't see your kids right. again. And not that you should be doing <laughs> you know, that in F1 either, you would but think yes. No, no. Yeah. And, I mean, again, in F1, there is sort of, there's, like, that sort of exists in F1, too, in the sense that, 
you do have to, I mean, I think that sometimes it's not there as much as it should yeah, be. Yeah, um, Max Verstappen, like last season, break but checking. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is <laughs> completely different story this season, but like, whatever. It's like in F1, it's, yeah, because there's no ovals, it's at least more like you're probably, but people do still have, I mean, there is still that attitude like of, you know, where I think drivers, I mean, even though George Russell would say that wasn't his finest moment when he like blew up at Valtteri last year at Imola. No. Um, but I think that was like one of the things he like came over and was like, are you trying to kill us both or something yeah. like that? Like he was, you know, upset with him because he was like, that was dangerous. And, you know, you, I mean, he like overreacted maybe, but, but yeah, nobody wants to I, die. I, I, you know, <laughs> I think this, that when obviously. you feel like your safety is like viscerally in jeopardy, I don't know if overreaction is even yeah. possible. True, true, true. Um, and I guess, you know, and he felt that, I mean, he says now that he thinks, you know, he shouldn't have, you know, handled it exactly that way. But like, I think in the moment, it's probably pretty hard to like, if I thought someone, I would probably also be yeah. really upset. <laughs> I mean, obviously he wasn't trying no, to kill No, it wasn't anybody, on purpose. But, um, uh, yeah. here, here's what yeah, I'll say. Yeah. So whereas, oh, whereas Grosjean definitely bumped that him on purpose the like second time. Like, I don't think there's any dispute. It was, it, which it is like, ki- which is kind of an F1 thing. Like I could see that happening yeah. in F1. I mean, it is definitely the case that, like, that's something I actually like about IndyCar in the sense that, like, you can, um, like, you see that these cars can, like, bump each other and it's yeah. kind of okay. <laughs> like, they're more, like, They're not going to, like, fall apart. <laughs> yeah, like, like in F1, if that had happened, there would have, like, oh. maybe there wouldn't, you would still be able. Both cars would have been retired. Potentially, yeah. And, um, or, or they would have been, like, damaged and maybe kept going, but it would have you know, compromised their race severely. And so this was towards the end of the race where he had this thing with this guy. This thing with Colton was earlier, but um, this guy was towards the end of the race. But it's just, yeah, like I I definitely... um, And so Cassie's point of view was that basically that it's somewhere, the truth is somewhere in the middle. She was saying because apparently this um, other, the guy who he had the issues with, uh, she said, is prone to being very dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which you know yeah. was pretty clear from the things he said <laughs> but I was like I sort of I don't know about you but I had these feelings like are they is 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 like Indy trying to like drive to survive it <laughs> up you know <laughs> like yeah. maybe not on purpose I don't know but I don't that's think sort of I how it felt just from like the very little time I've spent with IndyCar drive to survive style documentary or that type of aspirational thing isn't really their style <laughs> like I think yeah even though I, I hear a lot of people talk about how like oh they need to do a series like drive to survive or something like that something of that nature that would get more people in any car not that I don't I don't think any cars like hurting or anything like that for fans and and such at least not that I know of um but they are more like like they're not their drivers aren't as like they don't make stars of their drivers yeah. as much it seems like you know, like people know them obviously, and they know their names and everything. But like, they it's not as much as an F one. I feel like where it's I don't think they make those like stupid videos. I like the those. you know, <laughs> at least not that I've seen. They might. I have no idea to be honest. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Here's um, my last thought about Grosjean. Um, you were saying like, okay. oh well, you know he seems to like this kind of atmosphere, this friendly atmosphere of IndyCar. Like, I don't know why he would mm-hmm. go and do something like that then. And 
Yeah, and I think part of me wonders is that he just hasn't learned, like, the boundaries, like, the line of, like, what is friendly and what is Mm racist or, you know, what is aggressive, like, in racing, you know? So maybe he is, he hasn't quite figured that out. Even if he does like that atmosphere better than he he likes F1, he just hasn't quite figured out what the line is yet. And he stepped over it, so... It's possible too that like like I thought about having thought about what Cassie said. I I even I asked her like did he race on because I I remember he didn't do the ovals uh, last season or Mm-mm. maybe he did and so I asked her has he raced on the ovals yet and she said that he had on some, uh, but not like the Indianapolis Motor Speedway yet crucially because that's the one that's the most like you're gonna die you can't do yeah. that shit. Um, so she's so I mean I don't know maybe his maybe his attitude or whatever will change after that or something, but it will be interesting to see if they do anything because, um, the guy who had all the problems with him was saying that like, okay, if you do that and don't get penalized or don't get any kind of whatever, like, fine, then I'm going to do the same thing. It felt very much like, (laughs) like last season in F1 (laughs) where people were like, oh, okay, if, if Max can do that, then I guess I'm going to do it too. Yeah. And then I hope I don't get a penalty either because then uh, it wouldn't be fair. Yeah. Right, right. That's as true. It, I mean, that's truly, right. as that's I, technically, that's right. Not to, you know, you know, get into this right now, but like, if the FIA is not going to <laughs> correctly penalize people in F one, then this is a mess of their own making, and they have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll see what happens with this. It'll be interesting to see because now I'm a little bit invested now in IndyCar. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to try. I mean, I definitely watched it mainly because there was no F1 race, I'll admit. Um, but I, I'm going to I'll try to like follow it a bit, I think, um, over the season. And it is a bit shorter than F1. So maybe it'll be easier. I don't know. Sometimes there some sometimes the races are on the same weekend. Yeah. So at that point, of course, I'll be watching F1. But um, so we'll see how that goes. But um, OK, moving on. Moving on. Just a quick update about uh, Miami Gardens, which I wanted to briefly mention. Uh, there was a link that somebody, I think it was a listener that sent us this, actually, which I really appreciated because I did not see it anywhere. Yeah, thank you. Apparently, there are things that F1 is kind of doing for the community, sort of. Mm. They're like they're giving, they're pledging like five million dollars over the course of the ten-year contract with um, with Miami Gardens, and they are going to like the this um, article mentioned that. I mean, I was gonna. What I'm gonna do actually is I'm gonna try to find out more about this, try to find out if there's any further information. Maybe I'll ask uh, the reporter who wrote some of the other stories about this whole situation down oh, there. Oh, from the Miami um, Herald? Because, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because maybe he'll be able to find out and see if, like, you know, because $5 million sounds like a lot of money, but over a 10-year period, it's That's really not. 500 a, a year. Community, it's... That's yeah, not a lot of money. Yeah, it's not a lot of money. And there's also things that... No, it's, it's not, not a lot of money. It's not. Um, and also, we just don't know even how the... You know, it's like the city of Miami Gardens would be getting the money. Um, and then they would decide, I guess, how to use it. And so there's really no... I mean, hopefully, we'll see some transparency into how that would be used. Or obviously, we still don't know what's going to happen in the future with this race altogether. Though it'll probably stay there. Let's be real. Um but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I saw this and I was like, oh, okay. And th- they also said something about 
that there would be, this is something else I was going to ask the reporter about to see if he had any further information that they're going to have like a block of discounted tickets that they said they were going to make available for local residents. And I was like, okay, that would be good. But do they even like know about yeah. it? Do they even, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's unclear to me at this point whether any local residents have actually purchased any of these tickets whether that's really also what um, is quote unquote affordable how discounted they were you know etc or like yeah discounted i don't know that's another good question <laughs> i mean these that, tickets are going for like a thousand dollars off or something like that you know yeah i mean they do put they do have now i actually got an email about it i don't know why maybe because i like first at some point went to see online how much the tickets were going to cost for Miami. Not that I can go to it or anything, but I was just curious how much they'd cost. And um, so now I'm on like their email list or something, mm -hmm. I guess. So I got emails about now you, there's still like general admission tickets you can buy for single day tickets. So like, um, you know, Friday's cheaper than Saturday, Saturday's cheaper than right. Sunday, of course. But those are like not, I mean, those are still like, like Sunday's $500, um, Saturday is $400 per ticket. And this is general admission where allegedly you're going to have some decent place to watch from, but I, I don't I, know. I <laughs> doubt that. I have no, nobody There's knows no yet there. where, where any, yeah, I don't know where those would be. I have no idea. It's, it's could be somewhere with like no shade could be somewhere, you know, so we'll see. Um, but maybe it'll be evident on the telecast when we see it honestly are, i don't know but i think this is going to be like the fire festival of f1 <laughs> well i don't know if it's going to be that bad i'm really not i hope I mean, not I hope either not. but i'm really not convinced it's it's not looking good i'll say with the fake water <laughs> and the you know i mean that's people i mean will buxton might think that that's faux outrage but the reality is that it kind of sends a message about like what it is you're doing here there is in terms real of water that, you know this is in just miami Go use the real water. <laughs> well, not, not where they're racing, though. I, well, that it's just like, not in the parking lot of the stadium. Why are we using fake things <laughs> to symbolize real things? I like, did know. nobody else read know. Baudrillard in college? Sorry, that was that was a very uh, obscure well, reference, but watch the Matrix. That's all <laughs> yes, I have to it say. was. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so I don't know. We'll, we're going to keep our eye on this um, because I want to try to find out more about these, um, you know, supposed concessions that they've made to the city to try to ingratiate themselves. But, again, we also don't know. I don't know anything about I'll have to look into, you know, I don't know anything about Miami Gardens government. Sometimes local governments are very... Um, ethical and whatever and sometimes they're not i don't know what the case is yeah. with their local government and if it was a government that wasn't super ethical and all that then who knows where the money yeah. would go you know probably not into the community i don't know hopefully that won't happen but who knows so and um you know along with that i was quite disappointed to see like the piece about zach brown talking about how it's going to be like the super bowl it's going to be so awesome <laughs> it's you know i've never seen such demand or buzz for this you know we're gonna he talked about how they could like they they're the largest hospitality buyer for like all the teams and how they could easily double it if they wanted to you know everyone's going why, not everyone's why are we trying but, to replace monaco this is what i don't understand 
Yeah, like, I, Monaco is the Super Bowl of F1. Why are we trying to change that? Yes, the racing isn't that great. But sometimes the Super Bowl sucks. The football's not good. Yet it still happens every year, and people <laughs> still watch it, and people still love it. Why are we trying to replace yeah. Monaco? Yeah. Just let it be its thing. I mean, I think if anything's going to replace Monaco, technically it will be Vegas next year, I feel yeah. like. You know, because that's going to be also, like, insane in the sense of, you know, that, let's face it, that is also not no. going to be cheap. That is also not going to be accessible. No, but I, sure, it's also going to actually, to like, be people. on the strip, you know. I would be more true, about true. Yeah, it's got it's Miami got that going it for it. Place, like on South Beach, like oh yeah, totally. Like I think yeah. we've said that before. Like that would be great. That would be super cool. That would be like the too fast, yes. too furious situation, which is what they yes. originally wanted. You know, like we've said before, and then you know it just it didn't happen because people were like, we don't want that here, and so then they put it somewhere where people also don't Have, want it there. But yeah, significantly less money to solve it, the problem. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like I get that Zach's excited and it's like, you know, this is great for business, but it's just kind of like, I mean, these are the only things anyone talks about. Like I also saw this piece by Chris Medlin that I was like disappointed in also kind of like hyping up the GP in Miami being like, oh, this is such a great idea because this is like different to Monaco, which in fact, he actually made that point. He was like, he's like, well, Monaco is something that's like exclusive and nobody can get into. And, and this is like different than that. I'm like, or, or he was saying, I guess that about Austin, I don't know. And maybe this is like somewhere I can't remember anymore. I was just angry at the whole article. I don't have a thousand dollars just hanging out in my bank account to spend willy nilly on a GP. I mean, even the three hundred or four hundred or five hundred dollar ones, the general admission, like that's that's still a lot of money. money. Um, It's a lot of money, even if you live there, and it's going to be way more money if you're coming there from somewhere else. So, um, it it's yeah, it's not it's not really affordable. I mean, yes, I guess if you compare it to Monaco, you know, but that's like a high bar. I think it would probably be cheaper to go to Monaco because the flight. I was looking at flights to Florida. Like they were trying to buy like six hundred dollar tickets to orlando like to orlando oh wow okay that's crazy um yeah that's yeah well speaking very quickly about um just miami gp in general guys we love f1 and we're going to continue to watch f1 that's not changing but we both think that it's very important to take a critical look at what is happening in the sport that you like and really any aspect of your life You know, you can still love something and then also demand that it do better. Both things can be true. And that's really what we want. We love F1 and we want it to do better. Because, frankly, that's what the fans deserve. Yeah, Yeah, and also it's like, I mean, that's not exactly, it's it's not a hard concept really. Like there are a lot of things that are problematic or not great and you can still love them, but you can also say something about the fact that they're yeah. not great and there are problems and issues with them and that they should be fixed. So I think it's important for everyone to do that, whether, you know, as a sports fan of whatever sport, whether it's F1 or anything else, whether it's as a fan of, you know, if you're a fan of like an actor who does something horrible or something like that, if you're a fan, you know, you can, or a musician or something, Author, you know, like yeah. I used to um, be really into I used to be really into uh, Brand New, which is a band that a lot of people might know. And then um, the lead singer, turns out he was, like, grooming teenage girls. And there was, like, all this stuff. And I was like, can I still listen to the music? Because now I feel really conflicted about all that. And it's like, 
I, I I sort of do, and I, I mean, I actually I couldn't actually listen to it anymore in that case because a lot of the lyrics to some of the songs are like things that Creepy. you're like, oh, I can't hear this upon, now in the same way. Upon second review, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Knowing what I know now, it's you know, but um, but you know, I wouldn't fault someone for if they still listen to the band, you know, either. Like that's fine, but you could still like something or even love something and then acknowledge that there are some issues with it, you know. So, like, I think everyone, people should should not have a hard time with that. As far as Zach Brown being Zach Brown, you know, I just, uh, um, I actually I actually talked to, I messaged Elizabeth Blackstock, who wrote about um, this whole situation in Miami, as, as people will remember. I asked her, I was like, oh, did you see this? And she's actually going to be at Miami. She's going as accredited press. Um, and she said that she was going to try to actually have a one-on-one with Zach, and she might ask him about this, and if not, at least something in the press conference, maybe, and hopefully she could ask other people about this, too, because, like, I, I would like people to get these kinds of questions in Miami when, when they're at the press conferences and all this sort of thing. Like, why should people, the way that they get questions in, you know, Saudi Arabia or in wherever else, like, oh, should we really be here? What do you think about this? You know, the way they ask uh, the drivers about that, and I, I think people need to be asked that in Miami. People need to be yes, asked that. Yes, in Texas. you know, <laughs> they they just need because to be this asked. is you know the United States does not mean that we're exempt from taking a critical look at ourselves. Especially last yeah. year, right around when CODA was happening, there were the state legislature in Texas was passing some very probably I think it was the the most restrictive abortion laws in the country yeah i mean you you effectively can't get an abortion you cannot like you just can't um yeah after like it's something like it's like you can't six weeks like six weeks or most people don't even know they're pregnant um when it's only been that that short amount yeah and they also have like waiting periods effectively no abortion in in texas as well so Mm -hmm. you could be in a situation where Mm -hmm. you try to access one and then the next day you are over the threshold because you had to wait legally yep 24 hours but yep now you are also don't qualify for one because you waited 24 hours um so yeah i mean i just i think that we need we need to be looked at uh just as closely as lots of other countries um that you know i mean they're like people made people made quite a big deal about the uh, mass execution in Saudi Arabia. Okay, we don't mass execute like 89 people or however much on one day, and and executions have gone down um, in the U.S. But we do have the death yes. penalty still. And yeah, fun so, fact. So yeah, so I'm stay tuned for that. I'm really hoping Elizabeth is gonna have something yes. juicy for us. Yeah. I hope we'll see. Oh, I, it's not really What's a fun, fun fact. Pet? It was more just a comment about the death penalty. <laughs> yeah. um, most states that have the death penalty are also ones that have like the highest level of Christianity. Yeah. I, <laughs> right. Yes. We're, Not surprising. We, we don't live in a death penalty state. Yeah, no. We used, we used to. to. Uh, we used to have it here. But then at one point the governor was like, okay, it seems like we could have possibly executed some people who didn't do the thing that we said they did. And that's not good. And that's so not great. we're just going to put a moratorium on all that uh, until we can figure this thing out, which is, you know, what you'd want to have happen. You don't want to be executing people, period, in my opinion. Same. Um, in the opinion of many people, even if they have done a thing that they've done. But you definitely, you know, ex- it is final when you execute someone. And if then it 
it turns out that they didn't do the thing. Well, that really sucks. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. to put it simply. I know. Not anyway. to quote the Bible, but, like, okay. an eye for an eye makes the yeah. whole world blind. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I mean, I think, th- I don't think it said, does it say Yeah, that isn't that Bible? a. I don't even know. I think that, I think that's just a saying. Because in the Bible, I think the eye for an eye thing is actually, like, the Bible's pro that. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the Old Testament I, is. Yeah. I think, yeah, clearly we're not biblical scholars. Sorry, everyone. Look, I, I don't know the I grew answer. Up Catholic, so, like, yeah. my knowledge of <laughs> that is very slim. But uh, anyway, the only, the thing, there's, there's like so many other things we really wanted to talk about. But, the, but for lighter news in Miami, I really uh, do want to mention that, um, well, now it turns out that um, Nils Wittich will be the race yeah. director in Miami. But earlier in the week, there were earlier last week, uh, there was the news that both uh, Nils Wittich and Eduardo Freitas, both the two race directors that are like sharing yep. the role um, this season, they both tested positive for COVID. And to enter the U.S., you still need a negative COVID test at this point anyway. So it was it was a funny few days where people were like, oh, they're going to bring back Michael Massey. I, I was convinced that Sebastian Vettel was going to crash out just so he could be race directed. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be so cool. Like, yes. actually, I would so love him that as would, race He would director. be great. Can you imagine? He'd be so great. That would be great. Yeah, it would be so awesome. He'd be like, okay, you went uh, track limits. You have to pick up trash <laughs> at the end of the race. That's your penalty. That's your penalty. Yeah. You know? That would be so good. Or like you have to go, you have to like do community service. You have to go, uh, you know, do some kind of women in motorsport event or you have to go like, yeah. <laughs> you know, save some animals. You have to water the know, grass in the GA area. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like that would be great. That would actually, I would support <laughs> this kind of rule change. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that would That would make them do like acts of goodwill when they mess up. <laughs> It would be great. Um, you know, some drivers would be doing a lot of them. So maybe, maybe it would change. Maybe it would help them change their ways. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Instead of penalty points, community service. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'm all for <laughs> it. Sebastian, if you're listening. Make it happen. Make this happen, please. Uh, but yeah, but it turns out like Nils Wittage now is testing negative. So he will be there. So sorry to anyone who thought that Michael Massey was going to make a triumphant return. Uh, which, you know, I mean, I was a little like I, I knew it wouldn't happen, but like I was still like a little scared anyway. Like <laughs> that would just set off the community like in a way that would not be good. <laughs> yeah, no, it would not be good. It would not be good. And I mean, I, I never thought it was a possibility, but everyone it's kind of like when people joke about something a lot and you just you think it might happen for real. And you're like, stop, stop joking. I know you're kidding, it's, but, but I it's don't like, like that it. meme of so. Emma Roberts where she's like, surprise, bitch, but you thought you saw the last of me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, but but uh, one of our yes. listeners <laughs> this is, um, I was just about to say this. the best idea, the, the best. best, the best idea for who should be the race director. Hector Rodriguez suggested that um, mm. it be Mr. 305. Mr. Worldwide himself, <laughs> Pitbull, Cuban Poppy. Yes. And I, I yes. think that would have been the most appropriate choice. The only choice, really. Yes. Yeah. Gloria I mean, Estefan yeah. Like, would probably be the other choice. No one else. Oh, uh, that's also a good one. Yeah, also a but, good one. 
or you know, prior to all his shenanigans, maybe Will Smith, you know. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. Getting jiggy with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, but now maybe, you know, things are not not as uh He pr- as honestly less if these honestly days if after the whole Christian Horner had tried to contact him on the radio, he would have walked right down there and slapped him. <laughs> he would have been like, "Are you on the pit wall? I'm coming." <laughs> I would pay I, good money to see that. Like entertainment, I need, to, I need that to happen. I mean, somebody <laughs> needs to slap Christian. Horner. I was going to say, real. I've said like, it once. I will say it again. And um, you know, they said this in that Vulture article. Formula One is just a Real Housewives franchise wrapped up in the sports. Yeah, I mean, it might be, it might as well be a Jerry Springer episode. Like someone should slap someone. <laughs> Like it's yeah, I, that would be that would be amazing. <laughs> the lie detector. Test I mean, that's what's missing. That was a lie. <laughs> totally. Oh, Christian Horner, oh you God. are not the father of Max Verstappen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to his eternal totally. disappointment, you know, <laughs> he wishes that were not the case. So he, he wishes he was his father. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, sadly Pitbull will not be the race director. Sorry, everyone. Um, that's that's bad news, but you know, that's okay. I feel better knowing that it's it's gonna be the normal guy again and not yeah. who knows who. Although so, like it's just for the him best. like screaming Dolly on the radio would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it would have been fantastic, or you know, or if it was I mean, again, now I cannot get that image of Will Smith like coming down <laughs> on the pit wall and slapping Christian out of my mind. I cannot get that out of my head. Like that is going to live in my head rent free for probably the rest of the season, at least. And definitely while we're yes. in Miami, I'll be watching. And if if like they talk to Christian like on Sky or anywhere else, I'll be like, where is Will Smith when you need him? Welcome to you Miami. <laughs> get him down here. Yeah. Welcome to Miami, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just. Oh, just man. give it to him. I mean, someone needs to slap him. Let come on. Yeah, yeah. He could use a good slap. <laughs> I know he's like behaving himself better. I guess. Yes, season, he is. But uh, he could still use a good slap. Yeah. He's yeah. He's he's you know because now it's like not. I don't know. It's not like the end of the world now. I guess he's not as desperate he's for like, Max to win championship. Yeah, yeah. He's he's chilled out a bit. So whatever. I mean, it won't last. Let's face it. Like, if things heat up with Ferrari, it's gonna Ferrari, uh, which mean. they will. I'm so sorry, I said it wrong. Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, which they probably will. So then it's gonna become. But, but then I don't. I don't think it's gonna work the same way as with Toto though, because Mattia is like not that guy. Like he's just gonna be like, who is this tiny person running around near the bottom of my shoe? And Toto used to be that way. I feel like, but last season Christian got to him. Yeah. Yeah, which so, I mean, he got to everybody. Yeah, so he got to everybody. He did, he really he crossed a new threshold last season. Um, <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> um, just very, very, very quickly because uh, we are going to be much. We're trying to be mm-hmm. good on time and not keep you guys yes. too long. Just very quickly, there was uh, an announcement from the FIA that there's going to be uh, six sprint races next season, which is what they wanted to do this season. Uh, but the teams were like not having it because of the cost cap. They were like, nah, you're going to have to give us more money, mm-hmm. which I think they're going to do 
in order to make them feel okay about there being six different races. Um, and also, I didn't realize this until I read their full announcement. There's the helmet cams apparently have been such a big hit that they're gonna all the drivers starting next season have to have the helmet cams, and we'll be able to see the helmet cam of every driver. I guess the same as you know. Well, I mean, it'll be you know. Uh, not all at the same time, obviously, right. same as usual on the broadcast when you see one and then another or whatever. So I, I thought that was cool. I'm like, those are those are pretty cool. It really gives you an interesting viewpoint um, into what the driver's seeing. So I think that's that's a cool thing. Hopefully the drivers are not going to be annoyed about that or whatever. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't I, they don't know. seem I, they to don't care seem to have so, so far, far now. The ones yeah. that have, and then um, this was also a separate thing. I think it wasn't in there like main announcement about their meeting that they had, but there's going to be, um, for qualifying, it's going to be different with the tires. Like, they're trying to use fewer tires. So it's going to be like you have to do Q1, like, on the hard, then Q2 on the medium, then Q3 on the soft. Like, everyone has to use the same tires. So, well, then, um, so we, that's kind you of, might not know this, but because maybe they haven't said, um, what will you start the race with? Like, free choice? Uh, well, I think that's still going to... I believe okay. it's still going to stay. Well, because choice, now, now if you, you have to start sure, the race but, on like yeah. whatever you qualify with Q2. No, they changed that. They changed that. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can start. Wow. I believe I'm it's out already of the loop. I really thought this that. Season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's what it used to be. Yeah. And they I think it's already in place for for you get to just start on whatever you want. Um, so I think that that'll stay the case. I believe I will. I will try to look Interesting. This up okay. for the show notes for you guys. If you want to scroll all the way down to that, um, because this will be towards the end <laughs> of, of all the notes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a whole big thing to talk about still in the future. And we'll see how that works. I don't honestly I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it's good they're starting because the whole it's supposed to be, I think, for like partially for sustainability and whatever, like to use fewer tires and like their allocation is going to be a little smaller than what they get now. They're yeah. going to have fewer of them, which is why they're changing the qualifying things so that you're using fewer tires. Um, so because sometimes, you know, the right. Many so, sets. You know, to Many try sets. To, like, get into. Yep. 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 So. Um, so, yeah, just a uh, quick news there. And. Um, we will talk about other Next things week. in the future, but we forgot to do, yes, for sure. We forgot to do our tweet of the week last, last week. week. Sorry. <laughs> so we forgot to do it. So we'll just quickly say that uh, the winner actually of both last week and this week is, of course, none other than Mr. Hector Rodriguez, who is always Mr. Rocket Cheddar himself. Yes. Who's always setting the tweets on fire with everything um last week he had a really funny one it was uh the drake meme you know like where he's like saying no to the first thing and then yes to the second thing and the no thing was like ted kravitz trying to speak italian this was an imola if you'll recall and uh yes to paul deresta saying porpoising which is hilarious if you haven't heard paul deresta saying porpoising it's great <laughs> um so it's with his accent it just sounds really funny and like I feel like it's like almost a struggle for him to say it <laughs> I mean I sometimes struggle to say it because it's like purpose purpose purp, purp, I what is it? Yeah, I struggle so. on a daily basis I feel so, you yeah. Paul DeResta yeah there you go so yes yeah, so that was last week uh Hector oh and then this week Hector did it again with doing an amazing like he went and really and above and beyond um, totally. Uh, if people saw, there was uh, Lewis um, 
on one of his uh, Instagram stories, he had this uh, selfie of himself, and then he put in the corner, he put uh, like a little text saying, I love you even if I don't know you, which was very sweet. And, of course, everyone was like, ah, Lewis loves me, <laughs> which was, you know, a nice moment for everyone. Um, and I feel like Lewis knows exactly what he's doing. He knows that, you know, his oh, fans totally. that sort of thing. And I think he really does mean it, probably, like, to some extent, too. And, um, and But anyway, uh, Hector um, tweeted back to us that he was like, Lewis, friend of the pod. And I didn't even notice he did this at first, but it was the same photo of Lewis from his story. And I had, like, made a – I had circled where he said he loved uh, everyone and put an arrow. And he changed it to, instead of, I love you, even if I don't know you, he made it, I appreciate you, even if I don't know you, which, you know, is like our – like that's like our catchphrase now, I you. feel like. Thank um. you, Hector. I <laughs> appreciate you. Yeah, totally. We appreciate you a lot, Hector. And that was so funny. I didn't, the fact that I didn't notice it at first, and then I saw it and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's so cute. So Absolutely. You went to all that trouble. I mean, you best, know, whatever. Very best friend of the he pod. Yes, Photoshop, obviously. <laughs> 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 totally, totally. So we appreciate you a lot, Hector. Thank you. Um, so you're, you're on a roll. You've won two weeks in a row. So let's see if you can keep it going. Um, so that's, you know, challenge for the rest of you. Um, get your game up if you want to try to beat Hector because, you know, he's out here. Killing the game. You know, killing it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So I think that's it for us this week. Um, and, yeah, Miami coming up. You know, I have mixed feelings. We both have mixed feelings. But, I mean, of course, we'll of course. be watching. And, of course, we'll be talking about it next week. I bought a special pair of sunglasses. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I'm in Miami. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone, as usual. And uh, remember that you can find us on Twitter at racing underscore incident. Um, our website is racingincident.com. That's actually the easiest way to subscribe to the show. If this is your first time listening and you want to make sure you subscribe, don't forget you can also email us, um, and that is racingincidentpod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. If you have some longer form thoughts that don't fit on Twitter or anywhere else, uh, you can send us an email. And, um, of course, don't forget to rate and review us on whatever pl uh, platform you're listening on. If you can do that for us, it would really help us out and it would make us very, very happy. And uh, we would appreciate you very much. Yes. <laughs> so until next week, we will say bye. bye. Thank you so much for listening. We are an independent podcast made with love and we appreciate each and every one of you who listens. Racing Incident is hosted by me, Anna Tarkov, and Ellen Nolly. It is produced by myself and Ellen, and editing and tech support is by Tim Rodriguez. Charles, what's happened with Max? Nothing, just an incident on the race. I get that you're a mouse piece. Mouse piece? Mouse piece? That's another one.